Welcome to episode 190 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, the launch of my first sponsored podcast, The Bleacher Boys. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day? I've got a big, fat um, um, sticky note on my computer monitor all times that says, speak the truth. And it's underlined in a big, fat, black text. Uh, It's a good reminder for me. I think it's a good reminder for you that it's all about communication. It's all about speaking the truth. That doesn't mean you need to be a dick when you speak the truth, but it just needs to be when you're kind of tiptoeing around stuff in life and not really clearly communicating, nothing good ever happens from that. So that's just a reminder for me, and it's right in front of my face right now. I love it, and I'll go down the same road. So I'm looking at my whiteboard right now uh, with a bunch of quotes and thoughts, and one of them says, take ambiguity and turn it into absolutes, ones and zeros, and that's from Tim Ferriss. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I I didn't hear that one before. That's a good one, man. So certainly in the marketing world that we live in, that's one of the most difficult things is measurable impact. So you're taking that ambiguity and turning it into absolutes, which is a great segue to today's topic. Uh, This past Wednesday, I launched my first sponsored podcast on the Bacon Sports Network called Bleacher Boys. And here's how it all went down. Uh, I've been really hustling on trying to find ways to provide value to brands looking to engage sports fans. And one opportunity, which is no surprise since we do a podcast, is podcasting. There's such a relationship that we build with the audience by doing this that I'm like, well, why aren't other brands taking advantage of this? We all know about social media marketing, but the growth of podcasting is big. So uh, I have uh, worked with Wrigleyville Sports, who is a apparel, hat, jerseys brand located directly across from Wrigley Field. And I mean, Mm. you could throw a ball and hit Wrigley. And they've (laughs) been a great partner of mine. And I went to them and I was like, listen, guys, the Cubs, as we've talked about with the marketing around the Cubs World Series, the Cubs are so hot right now. I was like, you guys should do a a branded podcast because it's an opportunity for you guys to natively tell your story, provide value to Cubs fans, and oh, by the way, come to Wrigleyville Sports. We'll use a promo code, uh, promo code BACON. You'll get 15% off or whatever. And they're like, Rob, we absolutely love the idea, but here's the problem. We don't have anybody who can create the podcast. And this is when I learned a little bit more about the issues with doing branded podcasts for companies. He's like, I'm just not a podcast person. They've got a lot of, let's call it part-time or hourly help there where maybe they could do something on social media, but not to the point where they can write and create a podcast. I was like, all right, let me put my thinking cap on. Certainly I could do it for them. But one thing I'm really working on is not doing everything. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to create systems and processes that allows me to scale this because if I had 10 companies doing this, I couldn't do it. So it just so happens that through... Uh, you make your own luck. I get a Facebook message from a college guy who says, Rob, I love everything that you do. Uh, I want to create a podcast. Me and my friend created the first episode for you called Bleacher Boys, a Chicago Cubs podcast. And I Uh was like, you have got to be kidding me. I was like, sign me up. 
So over the last month, I've been working with these two college guys to take their podcast from something unpolished and unfinished to a level of bacon sports excellence where I feel comfortable bringing a sponsor on board and saying, you know what, Wrigleyville Sports, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you a pre-roll intro. We're going to give you an outro. We're going to give you Mm. uh, the logo on the cover art. We're also going to put an offer in the show notes there. Uh, It's 15% off, as I mentioned, promo code bacon. So all this is going on. And then I'm like, well, how in the world do you price something like this? I was Mm -hmm. like, therein lies the problem because you've got to be able to deliver an audience. And what I came up with is the standard rate for podcast advertising is $43 CPM for a pre-roll and a mid-roll or whatever. I'm like, all right, well, I'll use that as the baseline and set a minimum number uh, per episode because we may not hit a thousand on our first one because that's, as we know, Brian, that's a difficult number to hit. Yeah, uh, takes, cr- takes a while. Right. So I was like, boom, let's do this. They're like, we're on board. So just launched the first episode on Wednesday, and I'm doing it as part of the Bacon Sports podcast feed. So mm. previously, it was me and then the different shows that I create. But now I've got a second show in there. And I nice. was like, well, do I create a its own feed where it's just the Bleacher Boys, or do I put it in the Bacon Sports one? And I decided to put it in the Bacon Sports one because of the built-in audience. Right, you already have the audience, yep. Right, because what really matters is my ability to drive exposure to this podcast. But here's the thing that I want to talk about most on this podcast is... At the end of the day, this is still going to be a direct response type deal because they've got a promo code and this is new. They want to see, all right, Rob, how many times in store online does someone use promo code bacon and do we get the amount of value out of it by being part of this podcast? Right. So the, the traditional way of doing the advertising is just intro and then mid roll or out roll. And it's like, hey, Wrigleyville Sports is located against blah, blah, blah. And while that's the industry standard, That doesn't mean that that's going to work for me. As somebody who believes in delivering excellence and exceeding value in everything that I do, I have to make sure that people who are listening to this podcast, who are Cubs fans, who Mm. can provide value by getting 15% off at Wrigleyville Sports, how do I best convey the message of Wrigleyville Sports in this podcast? In the first episode, it was just spoken word, and I need to improve the way that it was done from a pacing and a passion. Like if you and I are selling our own podcast, you're, you're going to be like, holy smokes. Yeah. Right. What, what advice do you have for me on how you would turn a direct response podcast advertisement any way that you want? So it can be written down or you could say, no, Rob, like I saw in the podcast startup, Uh, by Alex Bloomberg, who used to work on This American Life and stuff. He goes and interviews the people from whatever, General Motors, and is like, hey, what does this mean to you? And it's a a lot different. What would you do to try and deliver results for Wrigleyville Sports on this branded podcast? Well, I was was actually just going to say, like, you know, why not have somebody from Wrigleyville Sports talk to them, like give them a 60 second or 90 second or two minute little like segment in the show, every show where you talk, you're talking about some sort of topic about, you know, uh, uh, whatever specific to them that also relates back to their brand, but that also adds value to the audience. And then at the end of it, you're like, Hey, look, and, and you know, you, 
the audience can get XYZ, use the promo code, blah, blah, blah. And you guys can talk about it for a quick second. And then that way it's, you're also building the brand equity where it's like really human and not just like an advertisement that also gives value, but it is an ad. I like that. I think it's cool and it gives them personality and then it gives them a little bit more skin in the game with the podcast too, because now they're a part of it. So it's not just like, they're not just paying money. Do we get the exposure we want? They're a part of something. And I feel like that from a client perspective also has value. So I, I would look at doing something like that. And the beauty of it, you and I know, you could sit down with this person for an hour and a half and you could do 22 minute segments and now you get your stuff content for the next two months. So the next thing is the placement when this appears. So the largest podcasts that are using the big mid-roll uh networks they usually have it right out of the gate so this episode of the bill simmons podcast is sponsored by seat geek and you know for the first minute and a half that you can skip forward and zoom past it very similar to how we do it with uh with dvr so yeah. that that's an you're issue. expecting it right that's an issue because if if every episode it starts off the bleacher boys podcast is sponsored by so right now i'm i'm decreasing the amount of value knowing that I yep. just got to get the message. Where would you locate this? Or one idea I had was playing popcorn to go back from back in the day when you're reading in elementary school and you're reading a book and then you're halfway through the sentence and you go popcorn, Brian, and then you have to pick up where someone left off. What <laughs> if the advertisement wasn't in the same location every yeah. time? So for example, maybe the first, the next episode, it's you have the intro for the podcast, then you do the sponsorship, and then maybe the next time the sponsorship's first, or where would you do it from a pacing standpoint to provide value? Because ultimately, this the reason that this is the first sponsored podcast for Bacon Sports is because I could always get the audibles of the world, the Lisa mattresses, it's easy. And, yeah. and that provides no value to my audience. Yep. And I don't want that part of my podcast because it's a reflection on me. So finally, when I was able to bring together Wrigleyville Sports, where Cubs fans love buying hats, jerseys, shirts, posters, anything that you can, I'm like, this finally makes sense. So right. what would you do in this instance? Well, I, I think there's a few things that I would do. And, and the first thing I'm just going to say to set a little bit of context as well is – it, it, because you, you just hit the nail on the head because I know that there's people listening to this that are either doing podcasts or thinking about it and there's teams that are thinking about it and considering it and planning and this is a big consideration and there's a reason that you and I and everyone should know this the, uh, you know the sports marketing hall isn't sponsored by anyone um, and not because we don't want to and not because we haven't been approached but because we're choosing not to at this point and the reason is we know why we're doing this we're playing a long game we are building an audience and a community and so whatever money we would get paid by a sponsor is small in comparison to what the big payoff will be two years, three years, five years down the road as you and I continue to build an audience, give value. Um, and so that, that I think is what you obviously have done with bacon sports as well is sure. You could have monetized that a hell of a long time ago, but the reality was it, you didn't give any value back. So now you found a partner where you actually can give some real value and it's beneficial. So if everyone wins, I would suggest and I'm okay with if 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 it's you know um, Bleacher Boys presented by X Y Z. That's okay because it takes four seconds. Nobody's gonna skip over that. You know when you say the title of the show. I think that's fine. But it's when you get into the stuff and you get promo codes or information or talk about stuff. That's the challenge. I what I like is I like it to be a little more organic where 
you know, what, however you segment out that show, like where, whereas we kind of have like semi, they're kind of gray area segments where it's like the intro about us and what the topic is, you need to, you and I discussing it. And then the takeaways, what I would do is I would do the organic content, the interview with the person or the chat or the discussion after one of the segments. And so, so because your segment might change one day, you might have the segments five minutes, might be a 10 minutes, a different day, might be two minutes, another and you don't have like a hard out, okay, now we're going to go to, it's like you fit, wrap up your little segment and then it's, hey, Jim, so let's talk about blah, blah, blah. And you don't start it with, you know, let's talk about how you're selling whatever to X, Y, Z. You start off with something that is actually valuable to the audience. So I'll give a, I'll give a perfect example so that you and I are on the same page as is the listeners here. Um, if we were to do the same tactic with the sports marketing huddle, and let's let's pick a let's pick a brand that's totally unrelated, so that way it, we're not uh, pigeon, we're not like uh, I don't know what what something we would never have sponsored this show, but it's a big company. Um, pick something here. Uh, I'm like looking around my audience. I don't see anything that's not actually related because we are a sports ad Castro agency. Castro Motor Oil. Perfect. So if it was like sports marketing huddle sponsored by Castro Oil. Cool. That's fine. Nobody would care. That's great. They get their little hit. They get their name. Then what I would do is let's say you and I are talking about, um, okay, the NBA is giving, you know, putting logos on jerseys. What does this mean? They're doing A, B, C, and D, blah, blah, blah. And then we like, we talk about that. What does this mean? Here's some stuff. Here's what I think about it. Great. Let's talk to Jim over at Castor Oil. And we cut to an interview that you and I recorded, even though it doesn't have anything to do with the NBA. I'm not going to just go, okay, like tell us, you know, tell us how your oil is better than blah, blah, blah. Because now people like it's a fucking ad. I'm going to hit the 15 second skip five or six times until I'm out of it. If you start off like, all right, Jim, you come on this every episode. We always talk about things that you've learned as a company that other people who are running companies or in the marketing side can learn on the sports marketing huddle. You know, what, what was, and, and have them talk about for, cause our show obviously marketer marketing related and sports related. All right. Talk about, look, Hey, yeah, my early career, we did this as a marketer and blah, 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 blah. And this was a challenge. And I learned from that and that's great. And, get, and how are you applying that at cash oil? Well, you know, look, this is what we do. Our audience is different than yours, but blah, 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 blah. Now you're giving something of value back to the audience. It's still relatable. And you keep, you know, and let them say cash oil, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of it, awesome. Well, listen, what can our audience do? Well, listen, if you go to castrol.com, we'll send you a gallon of oil. If you just tap in uh, bolt, hashtag bold bacon, and we'll send you a gallon of oil, blah, blah, blah. Awesome. We look forward to your next tip next episode. Dude, I'd sit through that. You'd sit through that. Our audience would listen to that. Nobody would care because they're getting more value than the ad itself, but it's an ad at the end of the day. I would do that. And I think that there's not a lot of podcasts that are doing that really well. Does that make sense? 100%. And that's why I wanted to have that conversation because it's, nice. it, it's really putting the extra effort with the mindset of the end user. And I think it really speaks to the business fundamentals with the way that we think and operate our agencies with you've got to, you've got to do things differently. And the way that everybody else does things has no relevance to me whatsoever, because yep. the only thing that matters to me is being able to deliver results for the clients that I work with. Absolutely. You know what it, you know what it reminds me of? I think this is going to change. If you've been, you've been being hit with the mid roll ads on Facebook, right? You've been seeing those pop up more and more. I have not. Ooh. Okay. So I've seen them. I'm seeing them all the time lately where if you're watching a video that's longer than like a minute or something like that, 30, 
minute 30 is the is the cutoff. Okay, so if you're watching a video, I'm watching a cool like cool dog video, and then like 60 seconds into it, or 45 seconds into it, right, I'm getting into it like, oh, he's about to do this cute little dance. Yeah, I love dog videos. It's fine. And then all of a sudden, it's like interruption. Here's an ad from Castor Oil. 15 seconds, and it'll say like, we'll be back to your content in 15 seconds. Here's the problem with that. And, and I don't know, I mean, at least me personally, it's, it's a problem because it's super disruptive. I'm like, I'm into something and I don't care about this damn cash royal ad. I think Facebook is going to change the way that works because right now it's so disruptive. Honestly, unless the content is the most brilliant thing, I'm actually watching less content because when it hits, I'm like, ah, dude, I'm not spending 15 seconds watching a cash royal ad. But what if that 15 seconds gave me value instead of it being an advertisement and it was, you know, like 15 second tip on whatever. Oh, and you know the audience because you're targeting properly. Hey, 15, uh, 15 second tip to to make a million dollars this year. I don't know, that's a bad example, but you know what I mean. Oh, all right, I'll check this out. I got 15 seconds. Okay, cool. All right, back to the, you know, the dog video. That's cute. Different game, right? And I think this is the same theory where if you just disrupt people with, okay, now let's, let's talk about, and you hear it all the time, even in the big podcasts they are like, you know, rip out the piece of paper. Uh, and so this makeup uh, company is really good and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, who cares, dude? But if what if you made it into an interview and you gave stuff back? And guess what? For the brand, it's more valuable too because you as the listener are getting to know the person that works there. You're getting to understand their perspective. You're getting to learn something from them. Dude, I might actually care about Castor Oil after I hear about the way that they think and they run their company. I want to do business with companies that I relate to, not just somebody trying to sell me something. And I, and I, I would say that is the biggest thing that you can do is think about it from that perspective. Is people don't want to buy something just because you put it in their face and told them what the price was or that it was good for them. People want to buy stuff or or do business with people that they believe in as well. And people believe in people who they believe are relatable to them. And so if you can create that level of communication where then you're creating that exposure to where now, oh, this dude from Castrol is relatable to me in some way, shape, or form. Maybe I actually care about the oil I'm putting in my car where before I never cared. That's a game changer. And I'm talking about a brand that who cares about, right? But you could make people care about it. It's that relatability. Yes, which brings us to today's action item. And Brian and I always want to be able to provide value for you guys. So if your brand or team or you personally have thought about creating a podcast or a branded podcast or a sponsored podcast and you've got questions, or you want some help or you want to work with like-minded people, hit up Brian and I. We want to provide value for you and help you along on your podcast journey. Rob, what's your uh, all of our info's in the show notes, but Rob, what's your Twitter handle and I'll tell them mine so they can make sure they can they can message us if they have questions about podcasting. At Rob Cressy, C-R-E-S-S-Y. And at Bold CEO.